Welcome to Become. I'm your host, Courtney Koenig. Y'all, I have a beef with the personal development space and you might not like it. And you might be thinking, wait, isn't she in the personal development space? And yes, I am. The personal development space is not personal. We don't need cookie cutter approaches to self mastery and embracing our power. There should not be a one size fits all approach and it drives me crazy. Each of us has gifts that we were born with. We can use those gifts to access more peace and power. Each of us have our own set of sabotaging thoughts that push away peace and power. Each of us have a way, our own way to master our thoughts and behaviors. Now I have a beautiful masterclass coming up that's diving in all of this and to how we can have peace and power with velocity in our businesses. Make sure you grab it in the show notes and register. That is the only way to gain access to this secret podcast private event that only you'll be able to register for and then you can get access to. So see you in the masterclass. Welcome to Become. I'm Courtney Koenig, igniting you to become a powerful, profitable, purposeful boss of your business, your career, and of your life. I'm so excited to be having a beautiful guest on today. Uh, Jacqueline Fitch is an author, copywriter, writing coach, and the founder of the Intuitive Writing School. She helps creatives move past writer's blocks and perfectionism so they can finish their important work. She supports business owners in finding their authentic voice so they can make an impact on the world. And Jack, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm really excited for this. Oh, I'm so excited to dive into your beautiful chart. Um, first off, we'd love to get to know our guests as they come on. And so I would love to hear, um, do you have a favorite book or show that you've been into lately? Great question. I am, I'm very boring when it comes to shows. I don't watch, unless it's a documentary or something no, like I that. Got <laughs> so I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you both. I, I have been into a show, which is rare, um, Outlander. Nice. And I rarely get into oh, shows yes. like that. But like that feminine, divine feminine healer type. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. loving that. And book, mm-hmm. I am all about nonfiction. I think I've read maybe two oh. fiction books in my life, maybe in like younger grades, but in my adult life, I just, I want to learn real things about real life and people. So I'm really enjoying Dr. Amon's book, Change Your Brain Every Day. Oh. It's oh. like simple tips to improve your brain because as business yeah. owners and parents and whatever we're going through the world with, improving our physical brain is, is so important. It's, it's really all we have. Right. Like our work is right. brain work. Yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. That's so cool. Um, I'm going to just look that one up. Um, and then do you have a favorite place you'd like to travel to, or maybe where you live is where you love? So I moved to the place that I love to tra- love to travel to growing up. <laughs> so I grew up in Toronto and spent most of my life living in the cold Toronto Chicago New York New Jersey and two years ago we moved to Florida and I had lived in or I had visited Florida ever since I was 10 had always wanted to live here and the timing was just never quite right my mother-in-law lives nearby and the timing in 2021 worked out perfectly and I love it I love the heat 
the water, the sun, and I tell people I'm, I'm never leaving. So I'm really enjoying exploring my new state. Oh, that's awesome. Where in Florida are you? Near Tampa. Oh, very cool. I love Florida too. Yeah. Florida is one of my happy places. I love Destin. I love like, uh, I, I love Clearwater. I mean, the, I love the whole yeah. thing. I haven't been down to the South. I, that's the one part I want to explore. Like, I don't know if I want to go to Miami because it's just, it feels like a city to me. And I kind of like more like, I don't know. But then I also want to go to the Keys, the Florida Keys. I'm like, yeah. it's on my dream list. Oh, yeah. I yeah. haven't been to the Keys yet because it's a good eight hour drive from Tampa. And is it really? And, oh, yeah, wow. it's far. It, and I'm with you on Miami. Miami's intense. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> like if you like slower pace in the beaches and there's also a yes. difference between the East Coast beaches and the West Coast. That's what I heard, too, is is the East Coast beaches. Are they like, well, I guess it's a Pacific, too, you know, but like yeah, it's, on, well, it's, on the Atlantic. it's on the Atlantic compared oh, with the West right. side, which is the Gulf of Mexico. So the Gulf is warmer. I feel it's less intimidating. Like the waves aren't as big. Beaches are, are nicer. I mean, I will still take any beach any time of day. Like I appreciate the yeah. sunrise, <laughs> but I also appreciate the sunset on the Gulf side. Oh, I love that. And that's such a great metaphor for life, right? Appreciating both sides of the, yes. the spectrum, you know? Oh, I love that. Well, um, Jack, I'm so excited to dive into your human design chart and really get this feeling of this, like, um, what I love about human design is like this personal development that's actually personal, you know? And it's not like a, here's a box of what you should fit into and do this, you know? It's like, okay, what's best for you? And the more that we understand our gifts and we lean into that, the more we're going to have real velocity um, in our businesses and feel really aligned. So the first place I always start people off at is their human design type. This is like the foundation of a house, you know, when we're um, building our own houses, right? We have want to have a strong, steady foundation. And so your human design type builds a strong, steady foundation. That's so you, you know, how you operate best. What are the gifts of your alignment? What are the gifts that you bring to the world? And so your foundational gifts are this energy. I mean, like lots of energy. Think like, um, like Energizer Bunny, right? Like um, I was just talking to a friend this morning um, and she's in this generator, um, has this generator energy. And she's like, yeah, just because I can do all the things doesn't mean I should. And I was like, I just love that so much because you do have a lot of energy to do a lot of things to accomplish a lot of stuff. But just because you have all this energy doesn't mean you should do everything. Right. right. And, um, and like, yeah, like really honing in on what are you really passionate about? Um, I always tell generators, I'm like, work in your passion um, and don't and allow all the other fluffy stuff to go go away because one of the things that generators are so good at too is like making their craft and their focus whatever they are for their business better and better and better. It's like you can see this like dimensional ways of how your your offers your programs can be better and better and better and it's like this desire within you this massive desire within you to create this betterment in your sphere of influence. Um, and so I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I love that. That is definitely where I sit. 
I, people have always asked me, first of all, on the Energizer Bunny thing, like, how do you do it all? Which I don't really love that question because that's also what they see from the outside. Right. So there's all there's also lots I don't do. Like, yes, I appreciate that I don't say yes to everything. I say no a lot. But people see I have kids, they're active, I'm home with them. I'm working from home, building a business, writing books. And even back before I did that, I was a full-time in full-time corporate world. So you're like, how do you do it? I'm like, I don't know. Like you just do it. <laughs> I can't tell you how. Yeah. I just buckle up and, and get it done. And of course, if I'm yeah. doing if I'm doing more work in my passion, which is why I left the corporate world to do that, it's it doesn't feel like work. Like I've I know a lot of people talk about being burnt out in their work I that's never been a story for me I was only burnt mm -hmm. out when I was in doing work I didn't love but once you're doing work you love it's it feels easy and yeah and the making my craft better and better even from that book example that I gave of um, improving your brain because if I improve my brain I improve my work <laughs> yes yeah, I love it. and that's yeah I yeah and the more like that you improve the more your clients win the more your family wins I mean everybody around your sphere of influence wins when you improve and you're more you you know and yeah. um I love that you've given yourself permission to say no and that can be a really like hard thing because especially as a generator like you have the ability to do lots of things um but to hone in on those things that you do best and to be so specific about, um, about your approach um, to your business and to your offerings is so beautiful because it's really allowing um, your gifts to shine. And, and, and from that, there's this real velocity to success of that space. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so another part of your chart that is so beautiful is your emotional inner authority. Now, inner authority is um, your guide of how you make decisions best. And this is really cool because, um, and this is one of the things I fell in love with, with human design is like, it's so layered, you know, it's not just like kind of one dimensional. It has all these different uh, abilities and each person's design comes together as this picture puzzle piece of their own being, you know, it's almost like we're putting together a picture of ourselves, you know, in this puzzle and we're slotting different um, things in there. And so you have an emotional inner authority. And what this means is as you're making decisions, your emotions are going to um, really um, pull at you, you know, they're going to give you some more information, some more critical information, which is good to look at. But also at the same time, um, it's like the ocean. The ocean has these high tide and these low tides, you know? It has mm -hmm. times where there's lots more waves. It has times where it's really still. And so your emotions are, react in the same way. So you're going to have like this emotional pull of this high tide. You know, things seem like, oh, they're going, you know, um, you know, whatever is happening, it seems a lot more intense. Um, and so, or there's these times of like, where it's really stillness. And when you're making decisions best is when you wait for that stillness to make a decision. You're not pulled by these different um, emotional highs or lows, you know? And yeah. you always are like, like the ocean, it's always changing and evolving, you know? And so um, give yourself 
time to make a decision. Give yourself time to reach that stillness. And, and that may take a few hours. That may take a few days. That may take a month, you know, but it's worth it to, to give yourself time to make a decision. And often in business, um, there's this, you know, like, um, oh, if we can't be decisive, you know, um, we're not doing business writing. So I'm like, kick that to the curb. That's not for you. You know, you need your time to make a decision to really feel into what um, is this situation all about? And, um, and, and what am I really seeing? So I guess it's a clarity with this time, you know, and your emotions, um, whether if they're too high or they're too low, they're going to kind of distort that vision. And so that timing allows you to see things clearly. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I absolutely appreciate that. Appreciate that. And it's, it's sometimes challenging to when others are relying on you for a decision. Like, even if it's something as simple as like we because we're in Florida, we chose turf for our backyard because <laughs> it's, it's easier. And my husband's like, this one or this one. And I'm like, I can't decide right away. I need to sit with it. <laughs> like, I'll tell you tomorrow. And even like high pressure sales situations, like making a decision on a car and car salesperson's like, here's all the, here's all the details, whatever you can take it home today. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I need to sleep on it. And I mean, that's been a, a journey for me because I have had that awareness of knowing that I, it's not best for me to make decisions right away. Usually I don't, don't know. Sometimes I do. And it's frustrating for people when I'm like, I don't make the same day decisions anymore. <laughs> I need to sleep on it. Nice. You're like, but, but, but it's like, no, no, we have to do that. But the, that stillness is spot on because Mm. it's it's an exercise in discernment noticing what emotions are going on and and staying present with it and not like not riding that wave of high tide low tide feeling into those emotions and making a decision from that place because that's going to skew my decision making yes yeah i love there's some really great um words that you use, like sit with it, sleep on it, you know, Mm -hmm. um, discern and, and those take time and those takes this self-awareness and those take courage to, because, you know, there are pressures in the world from various things to like make a decision quickly, you know? Um, and, and it's really good for those on your team and those in your family to know, like, and I, you know, as you made them aware, Hey, I'm going to, you know, take my time with this, but to like, Hey, this is how I'm built. This is the needs that I have in making decisions. And so let's honor this, you know, so really honoring that with those people that you work with um, as well. And then giving your clients permission to honor themselves in that way too, you know? So um, it's really beautiful to give them that gift as well to understand, like, I'm not going to pressure you. Um, I, you know, you have this like decision to make or this area to focus on or a couple areas. So let's, let's take some time, you know, because that is, uh, business is not built overnight, and um, there's a there's an amount of um, pressure that it should be, and it shouldn't. You know, like yeah. it's a journey. So come on. <laughs> exactly, and I think we can we can be decisive. Like mm-hmm. that that pressure to that you were talking about a second ago. Like in business, you have to be decisive, make decisions right away. It's like no, we can be decisive when the time is right to make the decision. <laughs> 
<laughs> like yes. who said the timeline has to be now. Right. Yeah. Because it does, that um, decisiveness does come in once you settle on your decision, you know, yeah. once you settle in that area and stuff. So um, another layer of your chart. So on your uh, human design chart, there's that body graph and there's all these um, centers on the body graph. They kind of look like chakras, you know, um, and they run up and down and kind of side to side on the body um, yeah. graph and they're either colored in white um, or they're colored in green. Now the colored in green ones um, from my website, um, those are defined centers. And defined centers means you always have those gifts all the time. You just always have those gifts. You know, they're just, they're like your best friends with you. Um, and so a couple of your defined centers really stood out to me. And one is the defined spleen. And the spleen's gift is all about intuition and instinct. It's all about this intuitive, like, um, being of yours. You're, you have this intuitive gift that you bring to you personally and professionally. You can kind of get these, um, instinctual hits, um, that are kind of a little soft, but we get to listen to you. Right. Um, oftentimes they're like, Oh, I, I you know, I kind of feel drawn to go this way or, or you might be like, I think this is going to happen. And, and then it happens, you know, that type of thing. You get these really instinctual feelings and really in tune feelings. And and I love this um, in business, this use of this muscle, this um, intuitive muscle that you can use in business that can really help guide and facilitate um, growth and expansion. So I would love to hear, has your intuition guided your business? Whew, yes, this has been um, a huge part of my journey, actually. Mm. So a good chunk of my working corporate, which I was there for 13 years. It was a very masculine dominated industry. I worked with a lot of men and I was great at climbing the corporate ladder and I did it like a man would. I was mm. good at it. And I think what started to make the shift was having kids. Now it was not intentional. It was not like I'm going to have kids and then I'm going to embrace my intuition. <laughs> it, it doesn't, it didn't happen like that. That's when it, it I don't know. I think that that awakening started to happen, it happened. And then probably around 2018, 2019, mm -hmm. after I started my copywriting business, I noticed about a year in that all these spiritual types were flocking to me, like oh. um, energy workers, astrologers, healers of all types. And I'm like, why is this happening? Like there is nothing that I'm putting out there. I mean, in written word anyway, that I thought <laughs> that was like, yeah, what's going on with this. And then consulting with an intuitive a few years ago, I asked her, I'm like, why is this happening? And without missing a beat, she says, it's because you're claircognizant. Now at the time, I had no idea what claircognizant oh. meant. I'd only heard of clairvoyance. So looked it up, clear knowing which makes complete sense to me because mm. it's, and it's hard to articulate too. Sometimes I just know things and I can't say why I don't necessarily see a mental image. I don't hear things. It's just a knowing. And I really started to dive deep into this when writing my first book, which started as self-development and turned into mm -hmm. memoir. And as oh. it turned into memoir, noticing the threads and actually, which actually led to me embracing the term intuitive, 
it wasn't even a word oh. I would entertain using before. It wasn't like I was against it. It was just yeah. not in my vernacular. So, and then that ended up being the book's subtitle. So the book's title is Unfussy Life. And then the subtitle oh. is An Intuitive Approach to Navigating Change. So the threads have been oh there. Gosh. And as a writer and writing coach, my clients often tell me, how did you know what I was thinking? Like, you just knew, you just got it. Um, and I had never really, initially, I didn't articulate that I was, that I could do that, but I don't really message it like that. It's more like I pull out what I think you're saying from a knowing, which led to, which led to another area of my business, which is where I've been heading in the past couple of years and I'm continuing to dive in and it's intuitive writing. I, I teach people how oh. to how to listen to their own intuition so that they can do their writing and then how I do it. And then my most recent book is called <laughs> intuitive writing. So intuition has been such a, it was a thread that was nudging me for the longest time that I wasn't paying attention mm-hmm. to until it, it got louder and louder. And, and now I'm paying attention. Now I'm actively intentionally focusing on it. But yeah, I'm really curious to dive into researching the spleen and how like the defined spleen and how that plays with intuition yeah yeah it's so beautiful it's so cool like I it's neat because um when I look at your chart that was something that really stood out to me is like your spleen and your gift of this intuition and intuition is not like a um a spreadsheet it's not a logical thing you know it doesn't happen in the mind it really happens in the soul and so really tapping into i that um that gift of like i you know i'm kind of like sensing things you know i'm sensing things come to me it doesn't have to make sense logically in order to work out i just kind of follow this sense you know, almost like this, like a little GPS um, voice, you know, going on, but it can not, it can feel different in different instances and it can feel different to different people. So it's recognizing what does that intuition feel like to you? And, and then the more that we listen to that intuition, the stronger as a muscle it develops and it really guides us. And I love that your book is going to be this intuitive writing. Like it's so right on because you have that that, that experience and you have that gift following you so you get to share that with others that's like so on point you know <laughs> yeah I love that and it's I love hearing this because I I've explored human design a little in the past mm-hmm. but I didn't consciously go down the path of writing a book about intuitive writing because of my spleen like it wasn't like that I'm just be, because I was trusting trusting my intuition but not calling it that I was led yeah to do those things that are aligned which is really cool yeah oh my gosh that is it's just reaffirming right it's like okay I am going down the right path I am supposed to do this and and whenever we recognize that about ourselves it's like this celebration of like oh yeah I'm actually good at that that's actually a gift I should use you know um it it just like it ignites this gift even more and because we notice it more we're more intentional about we um having this inspired action around it is so beautiful so um uh, another layer on your human design chart is your gates. Now, I love gates because they are layers of your gift. 
that you were born with, um, just more layers. And gates are these like um, on the human design chart, there's these energy centers that we just talked about. Um, and then coming from an energy center, it's these lines that are um, coming all the way across in different aspects of the body graph part. And so the gates are the ones that are colored in and they're colored in just halfway across from one energy center and they just stop about halfway across. Mm -hmm. And so you have gate number 49 and this is on the solar plexus. The solar plexus gives emotions and you, this is, I have an altruistic heart. And so you have the gift of altruism. You really believe in what is right for others. You have this deep desire to change the world, to make the world better. And this like win-win situations for everybody is like what you love, you know? Um, you just like this judgment. You like to, um, your work to improve like spiritual, emotional, physical, whatever you are focusing on in others, right? It makes you feel fulfilled. Um, you have these really high values that we can all, all in this together, you know, and, um, this is really beautiful that you can tap into this in your business as well, that you can tap into this, um, advocating almost for other other, um, writers, you know, who are wanting to write a book. You can advocate in this way for them to have this um, beautiful worldview that they are trying to promote in their in their books and things like that. So, um, love to hear your thoughts on that. Oh, I love this too. I love everything. <laughs> That's such a, every time you say something like, "Oh, I love this." Um, <laughs> yeah, I really see this, and I think I think it's why I was led away from corporate work because it it wasn't really yeah I was serving people but not in a like a heart-led <laughs> soul way yeah and the businesses I work with now they're they're often in a service-based business so they're okay. coaches life coaches uh, health coaches even like wealth management which on the surface you'd think like, oh, that's like that's a great industry, but they're they're helping people manage and build their wealth, or they're helping yeah. people eat cleaner, clean up their toxic food, the food they're eating, and it's yeah. all it's all for the betterment of their clients and like that ripple effect. Their families see the benefits. Their their greater community. Um, yeah, I can I can really see how this this theme drives me. Like oh. purpose-driven entrepreneurs. Yes. Yeah, like how can I how can I help you? Yes. <laughs> like, I will help you communicate so that you can get your big vision out there so that you can serve. Yes, and that is so beautiful because it's really like um it's helped you to kind of nail out your niche, you know, and who you mm. serve the best and who you want to serve the best. And when you align like with those people who are heart driven, um, it creates this expansion within your soul that your soul needs and your soul needs to help others to fulfill this as well, this linking arms together, right? We're on yeah. this together and um, it's really magical. So one other gate that really stood out to me is your gate 28, and this is on your spleen, and this is the gift of I create a magical life. 
you have the gift of making the most out of life. Now, it's interesting because a lot of times, like, um, when we talk about these gifts, it's not something you could put on a stage, right? But it's something that you, like, innately feel driven towards and creating this beautiful life. You're hyper aware of the time you have here. You have these intuitive powers because it's attached to the spleen that help you to tap into this awareness of time and making the most out of time and really making it count that life is precious. Now, we often think, well, okay, isn't this how everybody thinks or feels, you know? And it's not, you know? <laughs> like, and you, and you may have kind of felt like, oh, okay, and I see this person, you know, um, doesn't definitely doesn't feel this way, but you know, but this is a gift that you have that seeing that life is precious and knowing how to um, not waste our time here, you know, that our time and our businesses personally or professionally are, we can mean and make something from it. And so um, aligning with that purpose driven and really um, looking at like, am I um, staying true to creating this beautiful life or are things distracting me that I need to either delegate, diminish or delete? So love to hear your thoughts on that. Ooh, yes. I think this leads to what, what some people would say as like too optimistic, if that's a thing. <laughs> Whereas like something crappy happens and pretty quickly I can usually see the lesson or the good side. And it's like, no, like mm -hmm. we don't need to go down this road of like fear and the world is ending. Like, this is a good thing. This is, this is great. Which sometimes you can't say out loud because <laughs> people are, can be triggered, triggered by that. Like when someone is, has that inner calm, but I, I really see that as like that relentless optimism. And I, I think as I, as I get older and embrace that more, I'm, I feel more confident in sharing that. Like, it's okay. <laughs> I, yes, I am happy and that's okay. I don't need to, um, I'm not commiserating. I'm not complaining. Like, yeah, I complain sometimes. Right. But I'm so aware of it. That's like, okay, yep, that is not helpful. That's not serving me. That's not, that's not creating a magical life. Let's, let's right. move on and, and progress, progress and toward where this is going to be a good thing, where the lessons are. Yes, where the lessons are. And and that is, it's like, um, you know, we're human beings, we can feel how, how we're going to feel, but it's living um, not in a lifestyle of those triggering feelings that is not helpful. Do you know? Like, exactly. it's like being able to see, like, there is good that can come from every situation. And how do we look to the good to see that and you have a roadmap of how to do that internally just naturally you're gifted at that and and life is hard business is hard and so i love that you are able to bring this gift to your um, clients and show them like that their hard times can be a story that their hard times can be a gift to others and really how to translate that yeah yeah i really love that and it's, again, it's another thing that is there and it's a strength or a gift and it's not something I can necessarily articulate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, and I, um, 
Like I tell um, my clients all the time, I'm like, okay, I want you guys to make marketing messages out of your gifts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so like translate this into a marketing message. Like I am really gifted you know, or like, you know, um, like I'm going to show you that you can create, um, you know, this magical book by doing, you know, like translating this experience in the story into um, mm. a story that all everybody can hold on to and hold dear to their soul, just like you do, you know? Yeah. So mm. writing Jack, that one down. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Uh, Jack, this has been so fun and so amazing. Thank you again so much for being on the show today. Thank you for sharing your, your gifts and talents with us. Thank you so much for having me. I have about four or five pages of notes of insights as we were chatting. So really great conversation. I really value this. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Now, Jack, I know that our listeners want to get in touch with you. I know there's a lot of coaches on here and authors and and those who want to step into this world. So I'd love for them to know where can they uh, connect with you and, and get into your world. Best ways to connect with me. You'll find my social links through one of my websites, JacquelineFish.com or TheIntuitiveWritingSchool.com. It will both lead you to similar paths. Perfect. And we'll have all those in the show notes as well. So, um, and listeners on, thank you again for being a part of the show today. Thank you for being a part of Become. And go ahead and screenshot this episode and put in your stories, tag Jack and I in it as well. And we'll shout you out as well. All right, everybody, let's embrace Becoming. <laughs>